going to VAR. They're checking. <laughs> hey, Connie. Check complete. Let's head over to the bar. Hello, listeners, and welcome back to the VAR Bar podcast. My name is Jake. I'm, of course, your resident Chelsea fan. I have the absolute honour of hosting these boys today. Just after the England dub, we are recording straight after it. I'll introduce them all. Munu, how are you doing? Yeah, man, good, good, good. Good to see my boy Big Kyle back on the score sheet. That's what we like to hear. And Tosin, you? Yeah, good, man. Another good round of uh, World Cup fixtures, man. It's really like gathering pace. Loving it. Love that, love that. And finally, Drew, what are you saying? Good, man. Drew, aka Rapping Drew. Drew, back to out now. Get that. At your local Ooh. store. Come on. Let's oh, go. All platforms, come on. Good stuff. It is some good stuff on there. Um, boys, before we jump into the game, I just want to ask the question from your point of view. And Drew, I'll start with you. Best group stage of all time? Mm, that's a good question. Um, that's a good question. Um, I will say no. No. I, th- I think what it is is just the final games have just been so mad. I, mm. I kind of get why people are giving it that. Oh, is this one of the best group stages? Yeah, in had? terms of the drama, yeah, I I, I yeah. hear it to be honest. But it's it's. Do you know what I saw as well? It's an interesting fact. Like this is the first World Cup since I don't even know when, where no team has won all three games. Mm-hmm. The maximum points achieved was seven. So obviously two wins and a draw. Yeah. I've- I think in terms of of competitiveness, you can probably say that, to be honest. But I think the 2002 group stages was was one for the books as well, man. Especially with Senegal, funny enough, um, doing a mad thing to France. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's up there. I I get that. It's tough, man. Yeah, you you, got to open the history books to answer that question, really, man. Because obviously, recency bias would would say yes because it's been a great um like it started slow but it's been a, like the way it ended like the third round of fixtures have been great but yeah definitely gonna have to check the the, the history books in it to remind myself still on that one mm. yeah i get that i think because the groups they started didn't it with like there was that stage where there was four nil nils was one of that in five games and it was gonna rival how the most nil nils ever in a tournament and then just absolutely exploded. I think for me, it's the fact that because the next World Cup, for those who don't know, in USA 2026 and Canada and Mexico, it's going to 48 teams, the World Cup. Yeah. And they were going to do 16 groups of three. It's come out now that FIFA are rethinking that because they've seen how good this group stage are. And it's like, well, wow, FIFA could actually well, make a good decision here. It's also a case of don't fix something that's not broken. Like, why are they trying to even make that whole three groups of how many? What? Some, what? 16 <laughs> like, of three. 16 groups of three. Like, what the hell? Yeah. In what universe and, does that make sense? It, yeah, exactly. Because there's no drama to it either because two teams would get out of every group. So it's just a case of one one bad result gets you knocked out. But then that could be after game week one, couldn't it? Because you only have two. Yeah. So I agree. But let's hope it stays that way. Because it's created a lot of drama and then the knockout stages are here, boys. So, like I said, we are recording straight after the England game. So, this is all off-the-cuff analysis. This is all straight up. England started slow, but end of the first half, 
Henson slots a lovely goal, and we'll go with you, Munya. Jude Bellingham, man, that was a brazy run. Like, and then setting up the second as well by just powering through midfield. Just talk to me about his impact on this England team. Oh, man, Jude Bellingham, generation. Influential, man, at his big, big age. At 19, the things he was doing at that pitch today, my God. Get that boy out <laughs> the carpet, man, if we can, if we can. Um, now, Jake, I was just... <laughs> hey, can a man not dream? I was, just, I was just so impressed by his performance today. He was just carrying that team. I think the, the, two, the breakthrough goal that we needed, he had an important part to play. Obviously, Hendo there twerking to try to get him to come to Liverpool. And the way he forgot to celebrate with his own goal. But when is it all? Make it all about... Okay, rightly so. All about Jude. Because he, he just... Ha! Huh, what he did, man. And then the second goal. Carries through the middle. Releases Foden. Foden passes to Kane. Kane scores. England was struggling. Well, I won't say struggling. Senegal were giving England a good game. You just needed a piece of magic to unlock them and Jude had the key. And <laughs> it baffles me every time I find out that this kid is only 19 years old and he's doing this at the biggest stage at the World Cup. This is a big result for England. I mean, we know who they got next now, but they get momentum. I'm sure now coming into the France game, they're going to be confident. Will they win it? Who knows? I think this is a real big test for England. This, this this is it, man. I, I, it's almost like a World Cup final already for England. So, yeah, man. Big up Jude. Like I said, Andy Lloyd there. I would love him at the carpet, but I know we're definitely done in the picking order. And then your boy there, and your boy Hendo is just trying to twerk for that move for him. But, yeah. Now, I mean, what you said was totally correct, man. He carries himself like a like a, like a a veteran almost, like in this English team. And he's one of the least experience in terms of like caps wise for England but he just yeah he carries himself like he's been there for years you know all all things lead lead through him um he's an amazing box to box player I didn't even know he was box to box like that but he's just up and down for the full 90 minutes um he technically is sound work rate is perfect I mean yeah Jude he can, you know, at this point, I'd even mind him, like, going to the Yops or whatever if it comes to the Premier League. But, but I just want to see him in the league and see him, you know, for, you know, up close a little bit more. But, yeah, man, Jude, future's bright, man. 19 years old and he's putting up, like, Zidane-esque performances, man, at the world stage, man. But, yeah, next game, that's when we'll really see him and what he's about. Yeah, I mean, the streets are saying the real winners of this World Cup are Borussia Dortmund's bank account. Because oh yeah, they're chopping, man. Hundred percent, they're chopping. That fee is just going to be astronomical. I am like, oh, I'm, it's eye watering already. And it, like you said, it's just every performance. I think for me, Drew, that point on work rate, you said like there was a, one moment where in the second half, Jude had lost the ball high up in the center. I think he was trying to take on the center back. Center back tackled him. But just, it wasn't a case of like, oh, I'm just going to jog back to him and try and keep up with him. It's like, no, I'm getting that ball back straight away. Yeah, man. And he was already in front of him. And it's just like, you've been dominating this game, but you still have that character to be like, almost, I need to prove myself sort yeah. of thing. So 
Yeah, I mean, sky's the limit. Like, I think Gareth, whether or not he meant to, but focusing that midfield around Jude has just made us look so, so good. And for a 19-year-old to do that, I mean, I said it in the last one I was on, his number's 22 because he's a 4, an 8, and a 10. And it's just <laughs> seeing each one of those individually in one game, stupid, absolutely stupid. But, Drew, I want to come to you because the other thing that Gareth, again, maybe or may not, he didn't mean to get right, but he has, is Phil Foden. Two assists today. Like, he, as much as Jude has been fantastic, like, we all thought with Gareth, I know I certainly thought with Gareth, he was going to stick with Sterling. Like, it's the man that he's trusted in ever since he took over. Him and Kane up top have been those stalwarts. Sterling, unfortunately, has been the victim of an armed robbery, and we hope him and his family are okay and they're able to sort that out and wish them all the best. But getting Foden on the pitch, like I think that was, if it wasn't last game against Wales, this is the first time you looked at Foden in English and went, that's the Foden we see every week for Man City. Yeah, definitely like his best performances, performance so far for England at the moment. Um yeah, he's 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 putting a he's putting a young masterclass himself as well. It gone a little bit unnoticed because of like, um, for me the midfield duo in terms of Burlingham and Hendo, I thought they were brilliant today. But Foden deserves his flowers as well, to be honest. Um, but you you guys know from early what I think about Foden, to be honest. Like, put your technicians on the pitch, man, and see what they can do. See how they can unlock, you know, a defense. He was, you know, running that. Um, Senegal defence ragged and yeah man I think Foden he should start every game this particular midfield minus obviously um, what's what's that guy's name um, Declan Rice um, I'd, I'd put I'd put Calvin Phillips there uh, Mason Mount should hold bench we now see you know how England can operate without Mount just doing absolute nothing in whenever he starts so yeah, man, long live, long live Philly in this bitch. Of of course, um, um, obviously due to Sterling's um thing that happened to him, uh, the armed robbery thing. Um, obviously he may have not even started, and that's that's even that even looks bad on Southgate. To be honest, I understand the whole Saka and Rashford thing, uh, because Saka he's you know every time he started he scored, so you can't really you can't really act. Southgate for that, but in terms of like Sterling and Foden, man, come on, that 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 should be easy, man. No, I I I completely agree. Like even being a Chelsea fan, like I I want to see Raheem and Mason succeed. And as much as I think Mason had a good game in the first in the first one against Iran, as did everyone in the second game. He had a bad game, as did everyone. But Henderson's gone on and impressed, and he deserve like I he deserves to be holding bench, no matter how much that has been to say. But when it comes to Sterling and Foden, that's that isn't the conversation at the minute. No, not and at all. That's absolutely and that's absolutely fine. And that's not an in, I don't think that's necessarily an indictment on Sterling. That is just simply a case of Phil Foden is our most talented player. I think if you're not arguing for him, you're arguing for Jude. So it's like just play him and let them figure it out. And he is figuring it out at the minute. And that whole left side looked fantastic. Really, mm-hmm. I thought we were so. Like that's the side we were always going to score from. So that Shaw Bellingham Foden combination is looking very, very good. The one thing that did worry me, though, Munya, in that first half, especially, 
That Senegalese attacking threat is not exactly the best in the tournament, but they were putting us under pressure. And then I just sit there thinking of those chances. I'm like, oh, we've got Mbappe next. We've got we've got the France's all-time top international scorer next. We like. I mean, does that worry you a lot, or is it a case of we've got more enough going forward to worry them? No, um, it, it does worry me a lot because the reason why Senegal didn't really take those chances is because they've not got the quality um, comparing it to this France. Obviously, Senegal are where they are, rightly so. But if you're putting your Mbappes, Griezmanns, um, Dembele's, Giroud's in front of those chances, they, they're more likely to score than Senegal. So it is a bit of a worry. However, the team now has, what, six days to prepare. Um, they know what they'll be going against. They need to get it right. Um, coming into this game, I thought maybe Carl Walker could have done with a rest. Um, we can use his pace against Mbappe. But Southgate took the took, took, took him on and played him. Fair enough. Get him minutes. Um, yeah, man. <laughs> I see my boy Matty Cash today against um, Mbappe and it, it wasn't a good seeing. Um, they have to be on it, man. Like this, like I said earlier, this is the real test now. This is almost like a final itself. I think if England are to beat France, then you could potentially call them World Cup winners, like potential World Cup winners, because France are probably the best squad, maybe alongside Brazil. If you're beating them, then you can beat anyone. And you've got to beat the best to be the best. So, yeah, man, just the thought of <laughs> that front four running against our defence is going to be ish, Maggie again you know he's had a good tournament I don't want to get onto him straight away he's had a very good tournament but um, he gave away a ball a couple of times which I think even Senegal had a chance to score if that's France I think they're going to um, capitalise on that and get a goal so yeah this is one for the defence to, to, to switch on now but we've got the attack so it is what it I is, think man. I think what England needs to do against France is just do the they just need to sit back and hit them on the counter, man. Because if, if we if we're talking about teams in transition, then of then we've got probably three teams that are currently in the quarterfinals, which is like Holland, England, and France, who are like sick at it or that have shown that they're good at it this tournament. So you know, I would I would just let France have the ball and then let the sprint sprint, sprint team do their do their job, man. Like, I think that's that, that would be England's only chance. But probably France with the Champs would think the same thing as well. So we might potentially have a, like a, a boring classic or a very exciting game, man. Yeah, I get that. I'm with you there, Drew. Um, Before we move off this game, I think we do have to talk about Senegal, though. I mean, they started off the first half. I think they very much just went, right, this is what the US did against England let's go with the same game plan. So press along the four. We're going to mark Rice out of the game and we're going to make someone else build up England. And I think for the first half an hour, it worked, really. I think they looked pretty good. They looked solid. They were dealing with what we were giving, which quite frankly wasn't a lot. And then they can see one goal. And Drew, I don't know if you agree with this, but it just seemed like they their heads dropped. 
for lack of a better term, it's just a case of, okay, well, game's done now, right? Like, we've, uh, we've lost our goal. I, I don't think their heads dropped that 1-0, man. I think their heads dropped that 2-0. Even though it was, like, so short after after the 2-0, it was, like, half-time. But I think that was really the nail in the coffin for them. I think if they went in at half-time with a 1-0 with a 1-0 deficit, then I think they may have had the confidence of coming back based on their first 30 minutes. Um, so, yeah, I think the 2-0, that was the ultimate, like, yeah, game is done. We need to do now too much to, you know, to set this straight. And England just kept it professional, man. England kept it real. I even thought, like, yeah, you said, like, um, um, Senegal for the first 30 minutes they were the better team they they put a little pressure on England but I don't think it was comparable to like the USA thing man because I think the USA um, for for the vast majority of that game they were better than England but I can't say that with Senegal to be honest I think England despite despite a few you know uh, pressure moments that they received um, they were quite comfortable to be honest it didn't look uh, Senegal didn't look like scoring um, and England just did their job, man, as they should have, as the as the better team, better players. You should you you should uh, put these type of these type of teams away the way they did. So yeah, I just wonder if like Sadio Sadio was around, what what would have been to be honest. Um, probably not much of a difference to be honest, but yeah. Uh, do you think? Yeah, I, I, feel, I disagree. Yeah, I feel like if Sadio was there and he. It, it could have given something. Yeah, different. we we always say that, you know, but it's like it will be the same. You get me? Maybe Sadio would have. They they probably would have scored. Maybe I don't know. Or they probably would have. Um, ah, was it was it Saul um, at nil nil that missed that um, Harry Maguire one? Yeah, Saul. Like, yeah. I feel like if that's mine in that position, that's a goal, and that's one nil up to Senegal. The game changes completely. Yeah, but I mean, Sadio, the last few years, man, he's been, you get me, he's not been, his scoring boots has not been like that, like the Sadio that we know, isn't it? So this is why I can't say with chess, like, yeah, with Sadio would have been different or Sadio would have scored, but, you know, it's still Sadio, isn't it? So you never know. Yeah, that's mm. fair enough, man. That's fair enough. But, Drew, let's talk about happier things for you because the first round of 16 game. Your country absolutely dealt with the one that England couldn't score against. 3-1 Netherlands win. Pretty tidy, as far as I'm aware. Like, a little <laughs> bit hesitant at the start. I know Pulisic missed that chance, but then again, that is Christian Pulisic. He loves missing chances, I would know, being a Chelsea fan. Um, but yeah, man, talk to me about that game in general. Like, What, did you, what were you impressed with from the Netherlands? <laughs> um... The only thing that I was impressed with, with the was the goals that we scored. To be honest, other than that, I wasn't I wasn't really impressed with how we played at all. To be honest, um, the first half was actually all USA, um, and we just threw them two sucker punches in regards to our goals. An early goal and a goal like similar to Kane's just before just before the half time. Um, think the goal Memphis Depay's goal was brilliant attack. Um, Dumfries cut it back, you know, nicely. Memphis slots it in. And then Daly Blinn's goal was brilliant as well. Another assist from Denzel Dumfries, wing back to wing back. Um, and then obviously, second half, USA. Uh, yeah, they didn't really adjust, to be honest. They just kept doing what they were doing. And I think we adjusted better than them in the second half. Um, they somehow got the goal. I don't know how they scored. <laughs> But it, it, you know it happened, and then obviously Dumfries with the with the with the soccer punch, man, the three one. 
Um, brilliant take and goal on the shin. Um, I've, I've, I've got huge, um, I wouldn't say admiration for Dumfries, <laughs> but just respect for him and his career, man, the way he's done it. Um, he's, I, don't, I don't think he's like a good footballer at all. But what what he brings or what he lacks at and what he excels in is 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 different gravy, man. And yeah, I just love to see him shine in it because you know three four years ago, literally no one but no one has even would even imagine Dumfries doing this. No one. So shout out Dumfries, man, for sure. Yeah, I think after the game, like from Chelsea's perspective, he was asked about that, and he was he did the whole yeah. I'm just focusing on the Netherlands and into Milan. There's no way I'm looking at that, and it's like <laughs> yeah, we're definitely looking at you though, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but boy, boy, a, a, a goal, um, two assists, so he can say like yeah, because of me, we won this game. So shout out him, man. We you can't take anything away from him, man. Uh, he, t- he turned up. He turned up. I mean, Munya as well. Like Drew just said it. Memphis to pie. I feel like when he pulls on the orange, he is just like he's a man possessed at times. Like I, I think he just takes on like almost the calling. Like right, okay, this is my time to shine. I need to be the man of the moment, and just is brilliant. Man, um, bef- I mean, prior to this game. I know he hadn't scored. I know people were judging in his performances, but somebody in me said he was going to bag today. I'm not a better man, but I should really become a better man. I said England was going to win three 0 today, and yeah, I knew um, Depay was going to get his goal, man. Um, he's, he's he's eventually turned up. But Andy, what's going on with the beef with the USA? Because um, I remember when he's bagged after he did a post and he had um, one of these famous. USA anchorman. I don't know if he does basketball or American football, but we would recognize his face. Yeah, Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley. Yeah. No, no, no. He was just no, no, because he was just because obviously when um American when when obviously it was announced that the round of sixteen Holland would play the USA, they were Charles Barkley was 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 talking nonsense, basically saying that America would beat them. Holland, we ain't on shit. This, that, and the third. So obviously the pie was like, yeah, hold my drink in it. Obviously the pie, <laughs> the pie, the pie got American ties as well. Now I mean, yeah, of course, y- y- bro. Because I saw the people. I look. I went on his tweet on his tweet when he did the thing. People on the in the comments are saying, oh, you can't even rap anymore. You're, you're, you're <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> yeah, like come on, man. Like come on, hey. <laughs> Memphis is star boy, though. And of course, you know, all most of the American eyes were on him as well. So he performed, man. He delivered and. He dunked on them, man. So, yeah, man. Shout, shout out Memphis, man. Nah, but like, yeah, just going back to your point, um, Jake. Yeah, I think he needed this game to light it up for himself. Because I think we all know the quality that he possesses at his time at United, at his time at Barca, you know, like, he's a quality player. And this is when it matters. You're at the group stages. It's knockout football. Your best players... Now I need to turn up another level and get you through. And I've said this, I know we'll discuss the games coming up, but <clears throat> not because I'm team Ronaldo, but I can see Netherlands doing something against Argentina. I, I, I'm not convinced about Argentina just yet. I agree, man. Well, got something let's, let, let's speak about it, man, because that's the team they are going to play. And you said it just then when you you need your best players to step up. And Argentina are the epitome of that because it is Messi FC, it feels like at times. So 
Argentina go into that game and it's against Australia, the Socceroos, and you're thinking, right, okay, this is Argentina, the team who brought, what was it, a 35 and game and beaten run into the World Cup. Obviously, they lost against Saudi Arabia, but turned it around against Poland and Mexico. You're going against a team that surprised in Australia. You're thinking, this is going to be pretty easy. And, well, Drew, it wasn't, was it? Like, Australia came to play and they made things tough for a little while and got kept that game close. Yeah, I mean Australia, like I said previous in a in a previous episode, man, I can't apart from one, two, three, four players, I don't know the rest of the team, I don't know them, but they it looks like the coach got them playing exactly the way they want to play and ex, uh, maximizing their potential to the fullest. Um Australia, you know, Australia, sorry, Argentina couldn't really match them like for like intensity. Um, they didn't really create, especially in the first half, they didn't really create that many clear-cut chances. But the one chance that they did have, of course, Lionel, Lionel was ready to pounce, man. And he did it, typical Lionel Messi style. This is also his first goal um, past the group stages at a World Cup as well. So it's nice to see him, you know, opening his account on that front. But, you know, like I said in the group chat, man, Messi, Messi is my goat, but... Yeah, he's he has to go next 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 round, man. It's just, it's done, man. Because it's not even that, yeah. Because I remember, like before the before the World Cup, we were saying like, yeah, this time round, Argentina different. Messi's old now, and he's got a better supporting cast. But like, Lautaro Martinez is not really doing anything. Di Maria is not. Rodrigo De Paul, who's an excellent midfielder, he's been woeful this this tournament. Um, Lissandra Martinez, Romero, just there. Otamendi, like th- them, them centre backs are looking like 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 Ghana centre backs. Like I'm, I mean, I'm not sure, but I'm not sure about this Argentina team at all, man. I like that City player. I think his name is Alvarez. I like I like what I've seen from him. To be honest, he looks decent, and yeah, I think he should he's, start. He's balling. He's balling. He's a baller, man. I think he should start the next game if if they have if they are looking to have any chance. To be honest, but. Yeah, man, Messi has to rise it um, again for them. But, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean, that, that's what it feels like to me with this Argentina team. And, you know, it's, like, it's similar to England in that their manager's having to find a lot of solutions on the fly. Like, before this tournament, it was Lautaro Martinez is going to be Messi's best mate, but the man does not know the offside rule or at least just refuses to acknowledge it. Because he just loves it. I think he's got a bet on, I think, at this rate. But you've got him, like Drew just said, Di Maria has not shown up. And you're relying on players like Alexis McAllister. Don't get me wrong, he's been fantastic for Brighton this year. And he does look like he's stepping up in this World Cup to the play. He looks good as well, to be fair. Not going to lie. He looks he looks good as well. I've always liked I've always liked him yeah. at Brighton. Is it because he looks just like Aaron Ramsey? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, took that well. Um, But then you've got someone like Enzo Fernandez, who, again, played very well for Benfica. Did not expect him to do this for Argentina at this tournament, but is having to jump up because, like you say, DePaul, he cannot stop giving away the ball. (sighs) I'm outraged he's still on the pitch at this rate. He is dog. Absolute dog. So, yeah, I mean, when you're like... When you're coming in, we're looking at this game now, you're thinking Argentina-Netherlands, that is a battle of 
football heavyweights, all the history behind them. And it is a team in the Netherlands that seems pretty settled, I'd say, Drew, unless you might want to correct me there. But they're not, they are a bit muddling their way through versus Argentina, who are also muddling their way through. But are having to go, right, we'll need to pick you now. Right, okay, you need to actually step up. Just finding whoever can get around Messi the best. <laughs> Sorry, I've kind of missed your question there, Jake. What's the question? It was basically, it was basically <laughs> just saying, like, looking at that team and that as- those teams and that aspects of them where these two teams are not in rhythm. You look at the France-England quarterfinal that's going to come. Those are two teams yeah. that both look at their peak. You've yeah. got two teams there that both look like... Is they still growing into the tournament. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Like, what do you expect from that game? Um, okay, so I feel like you're right. Yeah, France and England have got the engine going. With Argentina, that's a good question. With Argentina and, and the Netherlands, I see two teams again that haven't really got together, but they play two different types of football, clearly. And what I mean by that is... Again, Argentina, I think it's obvious to say they're relying on that man, Messi. Yes, we've mentioned the likes of Alvarez, who is a great young player. He can't always do it up front. We've always said that in the past, Argentina needed that person up front. Lozano Martinez comes on. Um, Is it Altaro? There's a a United, Donny. That's it. He comes on and he's whack. So... What I'm trying to say is Argentina, they're going to have to rely on Messi um, to get a result. Whereas with the Netherlands, they don't have a superstar, like a single superstar, like obviously Argentina have with Messi. They've got good players. I feel like Depay might have lost his world-class status. Gatport is too maybe early to give him world-class status, but they're very good players. And what I've liked about this Netherlands team is that they're grinding results. So they just need to work as a team. How they, Louis van Gaal is getting criticism from the people in um, the Netherlands, but he's rightly told them, if you don't like it, don't watch. Because at the end of the day, it's now about results, and he's getting them the results. So He's the master of that, man. If there was any coach that I would like to have at the moment, in terms of Dutch coaches, it would be him, to be honest. So, um, yeah. It's, it's not pretty, but he, more time than not, he gets us over the line. If you remember the World Cup in Brazil 2014, it was similar, man. Even, of course, then we had like Robin van Persie um, and Snyder who were like reaching the end of their careers. But it was also very poor, man. But we ended up third in it in that, in that particular tournament. So, yeah, I could see something similar happening again this time around. Fair enough, man. Fair enough. Um, we'll move on. On to the final game that we've got to cover for the round of 16 before we go into our previews for the rest of the games. France versus Poland. And um, Kylian Mbappe, right? He's very good, isn't he? Like, that kid is just... I I didn't get to see the goals of this game. I came in right at the end of the game, so boys, you'll have to recap it better for me. But I saw those two goals... And I heard they were good, right? And I was like, well, yeah, that's to be expected. It's Kylian Mbappe. If he's not going to be the best player in the world when Ronaldo and Messi retire, he's going to be second at worst at this rate. And they were just minging. 
like <laughs> you just watch that as an England fan and going, okay, that's that's going to be tough to watch when that's against my own team. But when you, you take it away, man, that's I I can't say any more than that, really. <laughs> um, sorry, Jake, I'm not with it. With what? <laughs> I'm just like that's my brain when it comes to this France team. At the minute. Bro, when you switch on, man, what are you? Oh. <laughs> right, you want to take over and get let? I'm recovering. From, I'm recovering from the vid, man. Give me a chance. Nah, nah. I mean, Kylian Mbappe, man. I mean, they call him the Star Boy, the Golden Boy. Toast likes to call him the Kid, and you know he's 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 that guy, man. At the moment, man. Like, I'm so happy to see. Um, to see him doing what he's doing, man, at the world stage, he's like, how many goals is like, I think, to eight, eight goals behind um, Miroslav Klose, who's like the top scorer of the World Cup all time. He's done in that by USA 2026, by the way. So, and he's also like a, like a, let's say 30 goals, 20, 20 something goals behind Giroud now, all time France top scorer. He's done in that by 2026 as well. Like, Kylian Mbappe, for me, like I said, man, he is... If he wins the World Cup, he will be behind Messi and Ronaldo in terms of greatest of all times. I don't want to hear Pele. I don't want to hear Maradona. I don't want to hear Cry Van Basta. I don't want to hear none of these, man, because this guy, he's on two World Cups. He's performing... Just, just like his performances alone and what he's doing to defenders, the type of goals he scores um, at, at his age... This Donny is also most definitely going to win a Champions League with PSG or whomever. He's going to win a Champions League. It's long, bro. Like, it's long. It's frightening. And, you know, we've we've got, like, at the moment, we've got two strikers who are, you know, I would say generational, which is him. And obviously, I would put Erling Haaland there as well because what he's doing is also a mazine. But Kylian Mbappe, man, he's, he's living up to his name, man. Star boy. Yeah, man. Um, I feel like what he's doing, similar to Jude, but obviously not in the goal-scoring sense. It's a madness. It's, it's like what? He's, 23, he's over- you know? Bro, he's <laughs> overtaking now doing World Cup goals. I don't know if he's now equal to Messi or he's about to take... He's, he's, he's going to take uh, Messi. He's equal, man. He's not, he's not ahead yet. You get me? That's, um, that's a, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come off it, He's bro. equal, B. <laughs> um, Obviously, today we got to give up my boy Giroud for getting the France um, oh, yeah. record. But we all know, Andy, you said in three years' time, but at this rate, you never know. You, um, Mbappe will eventually take over that new French record, depending on how many goals Giroud gets for France now. Because what I see, I still see Giroud maybe playing. I give him a year. But, I give him a year. Yeah. yeah. I don't think... It, ooh, will he make Euros? Nah. The next Euros? Nah. But Jude has got goals in him. But while Jude is scoring, Mbappe is going to be there scoring as well. So, yeah, man. He's, he's, he's a mad talent. I want to talk about his last goal, though. Um, I don't know if you, if, you, if you remember that. Because, obviously, he had, like, two defenders in front of him. There was a pass that came from I think um, either Giroud or Usman Dembele that crossed that squared it squared it to him. This Donny, yeah, where most would like try and create an angle and bend it, you know, far corner bins or whatever, he hit a keeper side near post, smacked it, and I'm thinking, rah. 
And you know, things like that, you just try it at like training or something or like even FIFA, like you just try it like, but you're not, this Donny is just doing it at a World Cup game in front of the world, bang, and he actually scores as well, man. It's, 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 it's a mazza, it's a mazza, man. He, he is the best in the world at just, because he's done that a couple of times now. I think he, like, I can't remember the last time he did it, but it is, you just look at it and you go, no one else does that. No one else even thinks to do that. But that's just the sheer shot power behind mm. him. I think for me, the like it's not the most impressive thing, but the, like I'm guessing underrated is that him setting up the Giroud goal. He was brilliant in that, getting it on the half turn, sorting out his feet so quickly, yep. playing the through ball without even looking. Mm-hmm. Like the boy's got it all. And the finish was good from Giroud as well. To be to oh, be honest, well, yeah, that's it's a good finish, isn't it? Yeah. From France's top international goal scorer, Drew. Come on, love um, it, man. <laughs> love it. I love it. Oh, so do I. So do I. <laughs> Clap it up for him. He he's going to hold on to that record for no time whatsoever, as you boys said. But hey ho. So they are the round of sixteen games that have played. We've got four to come in the next two days before we have a free a two day break before between games. Lads, it's going to be a tough one. The t- losing the ten a.m. kickoffs was hard. Oh, it's hard, man. Not good enough from Qatar. They need to sort that out. Um, but tomorrow, 3 p.m. England time, you've got Japan versus Croatia. Japan, probably, if not, if they're not the surprise of the group stage, it would be Morocco. But overcoming Spain in that last game, 1-0 down again like they were in that Germany game, but just turning over Spain viciously to win that group. They get to play Croatia, who that midfield three of Modric, Kovacic and Brozovic are still dominating games and looking better and better as they go throughout but drew i'll go to you for this one that's got to be one of the more interesting ties like that's going to be a hard one to call right now yeah i mean i think so i think obviously most people would would go for croatia because obviously they've got the big names they've also got the experience they've been finalists uh they were finalists last season and even like so far this tournament They've not set the world ablaze, but they've been they've been like steadily good. Like you can you can you can you can tell why they why they were finalists last year. To be honest, like it's a bunch of experienced men. Four years later as well, it's kind of like most of them are still the same players as well, and um, you still got Modric there. You know, directing everything for them as well. And Perisic, Kostic, um, you know, them man there. So. Yeah, Croatia, I think they'll, they'll still be light favourites, but don't underestimate Japan, man, because they beat both Germany and Spain, and the way they beat them was on sheer intensity and hard work and running for the full 90 minutes, and they do not stop running, and they have deceptive, quick people up front. Like, <laughs> it's actually crazy. So, I'm not... I'm not yeah, I can't tell. I, I don't know who's going to win this. I would love to see Japan winning this um, and them going as far as possible. Um, but I think Croatia might have too much on them. But yeah, I think Croatia should not underestimate Japan, man, because they they will have something for them for sure. Uh, I would love to agree with you, Andy, but nope. I, I, I do not see... Cleared up Croatia. No, Japan. Cleared up Oh, let's have it. Let's hear it. It, how I see it, yeah, I, I feel like the likes of Croatia have had to come through in the last like couple of minutes. Teams, Japan have been convincing. Mm. Like, like you even mentioned the games as well. Okay, we talk about that second goal against Spain. 
but still they were a lot more convincing that I feel like Croatia have been in Croatia's games. Croatia just about got through, in my opinion. That's facts. That's point, facts. Yeah, that's facts. I, you're right, though, in, in the fact that Croatia have the experience, but they don't have the legs anymore. And then you even said mm-hmm. it yourself, the Japanese do not stop running, and I feel like they're going to tire out Croatia. Yeah. I, 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 Japan? Slight underdogs, man. Like I, I don't know what it is. But I feel like they could surprise us. But I definitely see them beating Croatia. Yeah. I, 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 I agree with that. Sorry, Jake, go on. I, I was just going to say, I agree with that. I think I think Japan actually looked to dominate this game a bit more. I think Croatia are going to go into that and be like, right, okay, we need to keep the ball off them. But that sheer intensity, I think Japan... I think if Croatia win this game, it's not the midfield three that have a big game, it's Cavadio. I think he has got to keep... I think he's almost going to have to single-handedly keep that He's Japanese good, man. Out. He is twerking for that Chelsea move. This he tournament is where I've seen him properly. Like, yeah, I see the hype. I see the hype yeah. still. And by the way, we, we, we laugh at Abubakar looking old and shit, but I'm sorry, Guardiola's not 20, bro. That guy's at least 25, 26. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. I get it. He I does not look 20, but yeah. <laughs> No way is he 20, bro. Absolutely not, man. Um, Just because he's white, he can't fake passport. I'm not having it. (laughs) No. Remember that guy, that um, that, that beast, he doesn't play football, the muscly guy who, oh, I eat raw meat, raw meat. Came out later this week that he does, um, he's been doing steroids. I don't know if you man know. Oh, what, Liver King? (laughs) Yeah, boy. Yeah. (laughs) He gives me Liver King vibes, fam. At his age, he doesn't look 20. We're going to hear, like Andy said, we'll hear his his passport, man. Bro. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Um, right, we'll move on to the next game. 7pm kickoff. Man, you can go for this. It is Brazil versus South Korea. South Korea dramatically getting through thanks to Wait, wait, Sunny. you mean Portugal, South Korea? No, Brazil. No, Was it I Brazil, South Korea? Mean, yeah, yeah, man. Portugal played South Korea in the groups, bro. Are you, are you okay? That money you're still drunk, boy. <laughs> that, Eng- that England dub got him. <laughs> I told you, man, I was in the cans from early. <laughs> Bloody hell. Oh, God. But no, Brazil, Munya. Let's keep up. They are playing South Korea. Neymar is officially confirmed back. Gabby Jesus is officially confirmed dead. But it <laughs> will not matter. They are going to absolutely batter South Korea, right? Yeah, no, um, there's only one winner going through here. Again, another team that had to get a result last minute. I mean, I was all here for these last minute um, wins. Yeah, you love it. But if you're having to get to the last game to get through, it says a lot about your campaign. So um, Brazil should see these guys off. Yes, <sighs> Gabi Jesus, the news is sad for an Arsenal fan. Um, some might say, oh, it's a blessing in disguise. He doesn't really do much. But, hey, we just hope his health is okay. People are giving us four weeks, six weeks. People are saying now three months. He's meant to be flying back to England um, back today or tomorrow morning. It's not only three get... months if he has surgery. Well. That's what, I'm, that's he, what I heard. Does he need, yeah, yeah. Boy. And he, he, might not even, he might not even need it. It's up to Arsenal or himself <laughs> so, even. So, so so the Brazil manager came out again after all these quotes saying, oh, you lot need to relax, you'll jump into conclusions. It might be something light, it might be precaution, he's had to just go home. But yeah, we'll find out more information in, the, in this week, I hope, man, because I think we need it. And um, 
<laughs> whatever it is, we hope it gets a speedy recovery. But as Jake rightly said, though, one out, one back in. Neymar, what? So he's actually said that he's fit to play now, or yep, I, I didn't hear. Confirmed. If I was if I was PSG, yeah, <laughs> I'll not be happy, boy, with this. If I was Does PSG, he, he doesn't need to, man. He doesn't need to play against South Korea, man. They've got they've got good enough players um, that can get this team dealt with. So maybe he comes on for like a 10 minute cameo, 15, 20, whatever, get some minutes. But if I was Brazil, I wouldn't like be 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 egging to get him on, man. Personally, but but you might you might think this will be an easy Brazil dub, yeah? Oh, Absolutely, yeah. man. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. To be honest, man, like of of course, like South Korea scraped it through towards the end in their group, but you have to think about it, the group was pretty techy, to be honest. So most most teams would have scraped it through. And also, I'm I like South Korea, man. I'm never gonna lie, man. I think from a technical point of view, even from a physical point of view, man, they they can definitely hang, man. So of course, Brazil are favourites, but I'm really looking to see what they, how they will match up to Brazil in terms of everything, really, to be honest. Um, you even then... Sh- yeah, go on. You remember shouting back... BTS means back to Seoul when you dubbed on them, but now look. They said GH stands for going home, boy. But the thing is... But the thing is... The thing is... The thing is, though... Like, even in the GH game, yeah, I said this on the last pod as well, man. I thought we were extremely lucky to even win that game, man, because they were on to us, like, on to us, bro. Like, we we couldn't find a way out. We just held them up by the skin of our teeth, so. And they beat Portugal deservedly as well. I watched, like, the extended highlights of that game as well. It looked like a deserved up, even though Portugal were playing with, you know, like, kind of a B team. So, yeah, I'm intrigued with this game, man. Um... I don't think it will be that easy as as easy as it is for Brazil, like if like you might think it is. Fair enough, man. Fair enough. I respect that. Um, we'll move on and Morocco versus Spain, Drew. I'm putting it out here. Morocco winning that game. <laughs> I I think Spain are going out. Swear. Yeah. Listen, Ooh. listen. The spirit of Moroccans in Belgium, Holland. Specifically, Spain as well. They will carry them through, boy. The diaspora, the Moroccan diaspora, boy. They've just been playing their ops in it. First, it was Belgium. Now it's Spain in it. So, yeah, just based on that, yeah, they might find the energy to 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 go through, man, and to win to beat Spain because there's a lot of there's a bunch of Moroccans in Spain as well, man. Honestly, I'm, no. I'm seeing Hakim Ziyech, the uh, the Ajax. Hakim Ziyech come out. Definitely not annoyed at that at all. But no, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that they won. Sorry, Jay, I'm not saying that they won win. But I, I, the way you man are making it seem is going to be a landslide. Like I feel like it'll be a good game. Whoever wins this game will deserve it. It'll like, be tight, man. I, I could, yeah, yeah. I could see, I could see Spain winning it. Obviously, I could also see Morocco winning it. Like my boy Tosin was telling me earlier, man. Edgeware Road, they'll be <laughs> popping off those shisha pipes, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that the way the way I mean it is not that it's going to be a landslide, but it's just like you look at that game. If you looked on say betting on something like that, Spain are going to be favourites, right? Because they have the name Spain. I just mm-hmm. look at the way Morocco have been playing, and that group they didn't they were not even out of place. They were fantastic in that group. They are so well organised. They're so well oiled as a team, 
And they I were top in it as well. They, they, they finished yeah. the top, didn't they? They finished yeah, top, man. yeah, man. Yeah. Exactly. First time in like I don't know for an African forever. Country. First time ever. Was it forever? Hey. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Come on, man. So, there you go. And I just I just see them doing over the Spain team. I think Jordi Alba is going to be sent to, back to a home at this rate. Like Xavi's not going to let him back into Camp Nou because <laughs> what obviously it's just going to do to him. So. I, I genuinely think, yeah, if I if I was a betting man, I had to pick one upset. If I'm not, I'm, I'd pick Morocco. I genuinely would. I think they've been fantastic. And that is over the next game, which is Portugal, Portugal versus Switzerland. I picked at the start, before the tournament started, Switzerland to do some bits because they have been fantastic. If you look up their history, they've made the knockouts, I think, every major tournament since 2014. Like this Portugal okay. Switzerland game is going to be closer than people think as well. I think that is going to be a brilliant, brilliant game. Yeah, right. people just respect the Swiss, you know. They they are actually like that fact there, Jake, just shows how efficient they are. And what didn't didn't they knock out France in the Euros? Just they did. Yeah, they were they two were two, they were two, two one down. Game, down two one down. I do you know what? Hey, <laughs> I hate to say it because my goat's playing, but. I will not be surprised again if Switzerland win this game. Yeah, I Switzerland. Feel like they've, got, they've, yeah. they've got enough to beat Portugal. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I mean, as a team, Switzerland for sure. Like, you know, every time you, you look, Switzerland is just boring in it. No one goes to Switzerland for holiday. Switzerland is a neutral country. They don't even have the Euros. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, Switzerland is just like, you think about Switzerland, their flag is boring. So nothing excites you about Switzerland, but obviously uh, you got Jacker Shakiri still doing doing the madness for them. What's his name? Is 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 has been brilliant this tournament as well. Manuel Kanji, to be honest, um, I've been I've been very impressed with him this tournament so far. But Brio and Bolo leading the line for them as well. He's been good as well, man. Because I thought he was a liar, man, but he's he's been leading the line well for them. So. Yeah, Bolo looks like the player he should have been. You know, when yeah, he's exactly. Breaking out, he like this yeah. is his tournament where someone will now buy him in the summer based off this tournament thing. And then, you, and then he will flop, and then he will yes. flop. So don't oh. do it. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. That's that is all the Premier League clubs. I'm looking at you, West Ham. Put on notice. <laughs> do not, do not fall for it. It is a trap. But no, boys, that is our tour. That is our pod for today. I mean. This World Cup is just getting better and better. I mean, we have to go to the bar first because that's what we do here. You can't leave without a shot. And Drew, I know you want one. Yeah, I got a shot for young Charlie Simmons, man. Made his debut for for the Netherlands yesterday. Um, after he he kind of begged Van Gaal to to put him on in the Qatar game, but about Van Gaal didn't do it. But he promised him next game I'll put you in, and he did it. So yeah, man, Sata Chavi Simmons. I'm happy he chose uh, Holland as his team to play for. He could have he could have represented Spain as well. Uh, but yeah, man, future was so bright with that kid, man. I just hope he stays injury free. He makes the right decisions in terms of his club career. Um, made a brilliant decision to come back to the Eredivisie after spending time at PSG and Barcelona, of course. But yeah, the future's bright, man, for Holland and for him himself, man. So yeah, shout out Chavi Simmons for making his official debut. At the World Cup. Respect that, man. Um, Respect. Yeah, man. I got a shot as well. Um, I got two shots, actually. Um, actually, I got a couple of shots, man. I can't lie. I got four shots, in fact. My first shot goes to Kyle. <laughs> Kyle. 
Makayo. My guy gets on the score sheet again. Um, got a shot for Gabby Jesus. Get well soon, my guy. Um, it's a, it's a tough injury to take. Um, a shot for Gunnar Xhaka, man. Doing his thing for his country. Um, let's say all the team. Arsenal boys in Qatar, man. Come no, on, man. No, 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 because I'm leaving out Turner and Party because they're going home. So this guy. Hey, but, but shout no, no, but no, no, hold on, hold on. Shout out Turner though, because he's been good. Yeah, I slyly, thought he was a slightly, yeah, man. Slightly, slightly. Yeah, turned up against England, but mm, some of the goals he gave away against um, you, man, questionable. Yeah, questionable. But, um, yeah, and my last one is a non non football related one to our very own rapping Drew, man. Album dropped on Friday. If you're not yes, listening, sir. you better start listening. Drew back too. I was. Blasting that out, man. Hey, hey, album is kicking off, Andy. Thank you so much. We needed that World Cup. Hey, someone's telling me that's a World Cup anthem, man. I don't know. I don't know. I don't make up the rules here, but yeah. Mm. Andy, pick up yourself on that album, man. Smashed it. Thank you very much, man. Thank you very much, yep. man. I'm, get, I'm getting in on that round as well, man. Definitely some great, great stuff on there. I was, I was surprised how good it was, to be honest, man. I hadn't heard your stuff before, and that's on, that's on me, because now I, I need to fix <laughs> up on that. That's what I want to hear, man. I like I like people being surprised. I love that. <laughs> uh, my shot that I was planning on doing, though, is for me, it's Gareth Southgate. This we give him a lot of shit, and some of it he deserves. Can't, we'll never deny that. But I'm just going to give you boys a fact. So the England goals at the World Cups for 2018 and 2022, we scored 24 in those two combined, right? From 1998 to 2014, we scored 24 goals at the World Cup combined. He is equaled in less than two tournaments what England did in the previous five. And that's the golden generation of Lampard, Gerrard, Terry Ferdinand, Owen, Beckham, Rooney. Like, I know Southgate is a lightning rod for criticism in that England role, but he's the second best manager this country's ever had. I'm just, and I want to give the man his flowers. I always feel like I'm on his side, maybe a little bit too much, but fuck it, I'm in there because football's coming home, boys. <laughs> fuck France, and that is our show. <laughs> That's why I'm going to leave it on. Um, but yeah, thank you always, as always, for listening to us and for spending your time with us. We always appreciate it, and we will be speaking to you very soon. My name's Jake. Thank you ever so much again, and we're out of here. Peace, guys. Peace. Peace, peace. Hey, Kyle.